0: Hey, hey, welcome to Patio Slave. My name's Nate, and I'm here with my friends Anthony Danbury and Tony G. Welcome to Podio Slave.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is Patio Slave.
0: What's going on? It's Anthony
2: here. This is uh, the inaugural, is that the right word? Inaugural? In-
1: yes, inaugural, I think. <laughs> inaugural uh, right uh,
2: or pilot episode. Yep. So many people On Friday
0: the moderation. 13th of 2020.
1: Yep. Yeah, not sure when
2: this will hit, but um, Friday the 13th right now.
1: Yeah, uh, this is Tony. Um, we uh, we had been talking about doing this Nate and I, for sure uh, for years. Nate, Nate, when did you move to California?
0: Uh, fall of two thousand
1: and thirteen. So, uh, almost seven years ago now. We we would always joked, you know, he's gone. Let's we can still stay in touch. We can always you know do a podcast about stuff that we're both into. Uh, at the time, you were working in the um, the beverage industry with with breweries and wineries and stuff like that. Um, which mm-hmm. you're still doing now, but to a different degree, um, and I was like, yeah, I mean I just I would love to sit down and just talk about music. We do it all the time anyway, we text about stuff back and forth, and then uh fairly recently a year year and a half, Twan kind of joined the uh, the train about talking about that stuff, and now we're we made it happen, so we're sitting in front of microphones for the first time. yeah, I would
2: say the story goes back well before that, so it's seven or eight years for the podcast front, but I've known Tony for probably 25 twenty five years 30, man twenty five thirty now so we're all in our mid thirties I've yeah. known nate for twenty one probably twenty years something like that mm-hmm. and music's always been the bond and yep um yep. whether it's shows whether it's nerding out <laughs> collecting music vinyl stocking bands in the tour bus no just kidding none of us do that <laughs> only
1: Nate um bringing bringing my dookie cd to third grade recamp i mean that was that was when i first met Tuan. so uh, and then Nate obviously middle school uh scotch tape you know a little scar tissue from red red hot chili peppers that was kind of yep. our, our jumping up point so yeah we've we've been doing this uh on the friend level for a very long time as far as uh, you know music music nerdery is concerned
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, on a very, you know, granular level to collecting, you know, promotional products, like you said, concerts, um, it kind of goes into any, any which way in terms of, you know, tangents on, on the smallest little, like we were talking about, nerdery has become essentially the term for this, for this group, because it's what it really is. We don't geek out on stuff like Star Wars, we're geeking out on, you know, why there's a lineup change or why, uh, this tour is touring with, uh, or this, you know, announcement is with a, a different band of a polar opposite, you know, genre or something like that and how it intrigues us to spark up a conversation and it turns into like a two hour conversation, which is pretty, pretty interesting. And I'm sure it's universal, but, uh, you know, we're all come from a kind of a diverse background, so it kind of makes it even more, more interesting. So,
2: yeah, it's the deep dive nerdery back of the CD, Why did this band sign with this label? Why did Goo Goo Dolls' boy named Goo come out on Metal Blade Records? Like it's that deep dive, like absolutely, like no one else. I can't imagine anyone else thinking, like even noticing that. that Yeah,
1: the boy named Goo. Uh, So even noticing something from this podcast tonight, and it's
2: like, how did that happen? Because I don't know who was on. You know, we're going off a tangent on that, but. I don't even know who was on that label at the time. Like, We'd have to they knew someone. Settler,
1: you on that? Yeah. All right. Perfect. Settle our producer. He doesn't actually exist yet. Um, but someday, when we're big enough, he will be here.
0: Absolutely. Fact checking. Yeah.
2: It's totally that level of nerdery. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that may, you know, between years of friendships, years of music nerdery, going to shows, going to concerts, festivals. Um,
1: sitting in the back of the you know going on a little uh, ride out to cape elizabeth to uh <laughs> listen to the new you know queens of the stone age album stuff like that mm-hmm.
2: um nate's had stints in the record recording industry i've college radio experience we have friends in radio um so, again, we're any, surrounded by it.
1: I don't have any experience. In <laughs> we're just surrounded by it. <laughs> yeah, I just have experience in nerdery. So uh, being around, you know, these guys and having a passion for it is kind of how we, we get started with uh, as friends and now uh, this, this venture as well. So
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. So we've been talking about launching this for just the last, I think, uh, four months. pretty Pretty heavy. Or maybe even less. I think it was like two months we finally just said, you know what, let's stop the talk and just let's get going and, and make this happen. and Just see what happens, really, which is, you know, uh, one of the cool things about the times we're living in now is to be able to do something like this freely without, you know, pay to play and just kind of get it going independently, DIY. So,
1: Yeah, this is definitely DIY. Tuan Twan has been uh, um, a big driver as far as the tech side, getting all this stuff together. So, uh, you know, shout out to him for doing the homework on that because i know i'm not super tech savvy and i don't know where you're at with that nate but you know i learn stuff with that uh you know daily but i'm still you know I'm a little bit older as far as that stuff comes so
2: and for anyone that doesn't know us personally Tuan is anthony
1: oh, sorry. Um,
2: <laughs> so you probably come across that but um
1: yeah yeah so i mean that's that's kind of how it was born out um we uh we all just love music and and love the, the you know going to shows and, and hanging out and, and talking about this stuff and you know, we we um about two weeks ago just kind of randomly as a dry run tossed the phones on and, and tried to talk for an hour and a half and had really no issue so and that we were all over the, b- the map and you're gonna get some of that here too we're gonna continue to be kind of all over the board you know bringing up stuff um, the stream of consciousness because that's kind of what's fun about it it's like w it's all connected um and mm-hmm. being able to just you know jump from talking about goo goo dolls on metal blade records to uh what's going on in the music industry today with uh everything's diy everything's put out by the artists themselves or uh stuff getting canceled just because the the climate they're in with the coronavirus stuff like that so it, it all everything's connected so mm-hmm.
2: with uh dual coast representation we got uh, Tony and I on the East Coast, Nate on the West Coast, which is a perfect segue into coronavirus, which is hot topic, yep. Im- impacting all of us. Not and the f- For those, uh, hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with Nate being in Cali, I think uh, Cali's been, probably Cali, New York, and D.C., probably been hit the worst. Yeah. Uh, and Washi-
0: Washington State's actually the worst. Yeah, Washington hit. State's got a pretty
1: bad. Washington West State. Coast is bad. Oh, Washington State. Okay. Yeah, Washington mm-hmm. State's had the, and I know uh, where another buddy of ours lives has been pretty bad and that's in, you know, middle middle coast of California, so. Has how is it out there right now Nate?
0: Uh yeah, it's developing in real time. It's pretty uh pretty gnarly. a word I picked up when I moved out here. Gnarly. Um <laughs> yeah uh yeah no it's it's crazy you know we were talking i think part of uh what we were talking about before this podcast got officially launches all the plans i had uh on a um a nerd level you know per se to follow uh you know pearl jam on six dates uh first time kind of like a grateful dead type thing uh hitting up coachella to see ridge against the machine come back together um Foo Fighters are about to do a tour to, to celebrate their 30th anniversary those that the tour was kind of coinciding with those dates as well so um you know kind of going to hippie route for a little bit for a week just to kind of get some notes on on the road and so forth and uh, it all everything got canceled 100 uh, percent or yeah. at least postponed and um you know that's just in terms of uh you know this what we're talking about music and how it how it transcends that and uh it's crazy, man. It's, it's developing right now. And obviously um, our president just made a a national emergency today as well. So these tours will continue to get delayed. And prior to that, we were talking about um, uh, people that I meet over here on the West coast, which is obviously uh, LA is very dialed into the music industry. So going to these parties and going to these kind of events where there's connections with uh, the industry I'm in today and uh, talking to a sound engineer for uh the band heim and uh he was getting text updates in real time like hey the tour might get canceled yeah, they, the they, tour they were might supposed to leave postponed. the country right they were yeah they have a a world tour booked yeah. um and uh, I mean, this puts everything in jeopardy and if delaying means logistical nightmares oh God, behind yeah. the scenes yep. you know so uh yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy to see and uh that's just on a music standpoint you know we're all going to the stores just, Trying to act normal, grabbing groceries and everything's right. cleared out, cleared out. So it's uh yeah, no toilet definitely s- no seems to- surreal. Seems surreal to an extent.
2: Well, the thing is, like you you said, Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters. Tours being canceled financially, not that big of an impact. They get deep pockets, rightfully so. Great bands. Yeah. But Hame, I'm not. Is it Hame? Uh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not as familiar with them, but they're obviously not at that level. That's going to impact them. Oh yeah. They're okay. A like lot of that.
1: a lot of artists today are out there doing that. That is their day job. Like, the, you know, if they quit what they were doing to go full time, to go on the road, to make money, that's where they're making their money. They're making some on streams. I don't know exactly how much, but as far as, you know, their well-being and their day-to-day uh, life, they need to be out on a tour to make money and, and to not be able to go anywhere and to be stuck, you know, hold up, hoping for this to pass quickly. Um, it puts a lot of that stuff in jeopardy and you just you feel for everybody even the, the people that work at the venues that that that's their day job too and they they go there and they pour beer and they make food that whole situation is is going to be very difficult here in the next couple of weeks and <laughs> hopefully we can get through it quickly
2: even the guy yeah. uh putting together the merch even the guy yeah. even the graphic designer who's designing merch the guy that's doing the screen printing um you know if there's like lithographs or poster like it's just trickles down
1: yep yeah
0: the ancillary business in the touring world is essentially limitless you know it just goes on and on but the logistics of touring these things are you know are booked well well in advance 12 months in advance sometimes even more for bands like metallica and pearl jam or these huge you know acts you know they have to you know get personal trainers to prep for the tours um secure the you know the the spots at the venues to go in some kind of order Uh, you may see dates on tours that, you know, randomly go from Las Vegas to, you know, Spokane, Washington, and then back down South just because the availability. So, I mean, the logistics to book a tour is so complex. Uh, You're basically winning slots at Madison Square Garden. Um, So when you have to cancel, um, even with insurance, it's, it's, it's it's compounding. So I can only imagine the financial burden, especially, uh, but what a, you posted something, Tona, uh, or for the notes on um, uh, what, what band was it? She said that the tour insurance companies were officially pulling any kind of coverage for something like coronavirus effective that oh, day. Against me, yeah, yeah. They, they
1: played uh, in Portland, Maine, last night um, to a sold-out show. Sold-out crowded, a small venue here, in Portland, Maine, that um, is, you know, part of a bigger group of venues here in, in the state. But the show went on, and, and, you know, they obviously told people if they felt sick to stay home, and uh, if, you know, the, the, even if they had any inkling to not go, but with the way things have developed over the last three days, and it's different for everybody, and we've heard different things, and, and some places are more effective than others, but as far as the quickness of all that, it's like, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe people should have just stayed home, and, and you know, yeah. small venue like that that probably holds a couple hundred people, yes, same thing with... Post Malone out in Denver where Mm -hmm. he had, what, 18000 at the Pepsi Center? Like, that's...
2: And people were pissed.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, I think rightfully so at this time. Now, it could come out that it's not that big of a deal and it ends up being less of a a thing than we think it is. But today and yesterday, it doesn't make sense to do that.
2: Well, I was thinking about that post-show today. And from his perspective, he's got the biggest bankroll probably for any pop star anyone that age right he didn't yeah. didn't do it for the money so i don't know why he did it why would you still have that show
1: young and naive maybe Young i, and na- I mean no i, I like to post, have it and that yeah. he's if you told me about six years ago that i would actually be a fan of post malone i would have been like yeah right but it hmm. all comes back to you know being diverse and being liking different things and he fell into that, and I, I've listened to all you know all his stuff and like it all, and and would totally go see him, but not in those circumstances, I don't think, just because it just like what's the the risk reward is not great.
0: Well, it's interesting, you know, because even forty eight hours ago, the situation was a lot a lot different, mm-hmm. a lot more different. So, you know, I think even myself, I, I'm a pretty positive person and try to not try to be mind over matter, but you know, just assume that and, and practice, you know, positive thinking that, you know, this will all work itself out. Um, that all changed, that all changed today, you know, and it's going to continue to change. I have friends that are from Italy and it's just like the whole country's on lockdown, you know? Um, so it's one thing to be, like you said, naive. I think maybe the situation and that kind of decision goes almost more towards management, but he probably does make a final call to an extent. Um, but regardless, I mean, yeah, it's a ballsy move. You know, I I was gung-ho to go to a show tonight, Yeah. Um, Soul Asylum and Local H, a little 90s throwback. Oh, yeah. That's and coming
1: here,
2: too. That was coming through <laughs> Maine, yeah. yeah.
0: And and same thing. I was like, you know what, this thing's kind of crazy, but you know what, I'm going to go check out this gig and, and take some notes and see what happens. The show officially got canceled about four yeah. hours ago, yeah. uh, or the p- tour is postponed completely. Yeah. Um, so goes then, to show that you know they were ready to go up until literally uh, earlier today. Yeah, so, and,
1: and like you know, like you said, it, it's all happening in real time. So it's hard to, like last night, maybe he thought that he was doing something good for the community to come together, be happy. People totally. would self police themselves. If they didn't feel good, they'd stay home. If they felt good, they should go to it and hang out. Um, yep. The problem, the only problem there is that you don't necessarily need to feel bad to be carrying it because you may not have developed symptoms yet. So that's the one worry, but you know, yeah. he's probably didn't think of it. It was probably more of a positive thing like I'm just going to go and do, do what I do people. and people will be do happy and they, yeah. yeah, I mean sports are canceled, everything else is canceled. Like what are these people going to do? Maybe they can come out and watch us and have fun.
2: Well, it's, yep. it's funny, Nate, when you brought up was it was soul time local age? Yep. I don't know there uh, situation as bands, but I assume they're full time. I assume that's their ch- career. And they don't come when they come back from tour. They're not an picking accountant. up another job. Yeah. You know, they're not an accountant. And those those bands, um, I think, are screwed. Like though, you know, mm-hmm. because yep. I I can't imagine they're making much off their back catalog. So no. for them, it's touring. And it's March
1: Streaming I mean maybe streaming numbers go up Because that's all people can do Sit around listening to music Or watch TV Or or, you know Whatever's been made Because they are not making anything new Because we're keeping people apart But it's those Yeah It's those bands How much money are they losing out on They're losing a ton of money So Yeah
0: Well to your point um, Both bands are touring off new new releases But you know We're all You know Music nerds here I didn't pick up the records I was going to go strictly for uh, nostalgia Yep And um, you know that gets that yields them you know what maybe out of the $25 ticket maybe $5 each uh per ticket something like that there's an advance paid prior but you know what i mean um but yeah they're not promoting the record or they're promoting the record but they're going on the road to make the money they're not making any money off the record it used to it was the right. other way the other way around it, uh, as early as or as recently as like the 90s where it was relevant to make money off records right. that all died obviously after 20 um, years ago yeah for it's been dead for a long time and any kind of royalties off of records is minuscule and with 360 deals it's even less so uh yeah these these bands are definitely touring and um may or may not have a a gig they go back to when they're not touring like i I have a few friends on instagram and facebook back in the day that are in bands and they they, you know when they're not on tour they send show pictures of them working at like costco and stuff so i mean it's real you know for sure um (laughs)
1: I, I do want to say, just sidebar. Our we realize that this affects everything. It's not just music, but this is obviously for our our intents and purposes to talk about music. So that's why yeah. we're doing that. Uh, it's it's obviously yeah. there's bigger things, there's bigger fish to fry with the situation. We're just uh, talking about how it might affect something that we all three of us love.
2: And actually, the post Malone is a, a, a intersection point of both those because if one person had had it at that show. Jesus.
1: Yeah. All you need one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if you got to, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's a little mind blowing today with all that's gone on, but he may not have, and I'm not trying to apologize for him because I, I do think that it probably wasn't the right move, but mm. it's, he probably thought he was doing good and understandably I, that's what you do and that's what you know how to do. And you've been doing it that way for however many years and nothing like this has ever happened before I don't mm-hmm. in our, our lifetimes, definitely not in his. Yeah. Um, this is fairly unprecedented i mean the news coverage feels like 9 11 but everything else is brand very new it's it's all things we've never seen so
0: no you're exactly right you know what i mean if if pearl let's say a pearl jam didn't cancel or postpone this tour and they were like you know what we're gonna we're gonna just go through it we're gonna go on with the tour i'd be stoked i'd be like awesome nice it's good that they're gonna just go through this but then today i'd have a different feeling about it be like oh why are they doing this you know Mm -hmm. so it's really hard to say but i mean i can see like the you know, that, oh, no, we're going to, we're going to do this show. It's almost like uh, the rock star thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, screw what's going on. Punk yeah, rock. We're, yeah. we're going to get, we're just going to tour and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But now it's at a different level. Now it's out of the pandemic, you know, global pandemic. So it's, it's just not, it's probably not the smart move now. And like we were talking about earlier before the show, uh, there's a lot of liability for taking that risk at this point. So if you're yeah. going to do that, you're looking at potential, um, Consequences that uh, I can't even start to calculate at this time. Yeah, it, the whole thing so. is
1: is going to be you know, it, it's going to take a little bit of time to figure out how to fix all of this. And I do think yeah. everything will come back. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do think everything will come back. I think we'll be back at shows this For summer, sure. hopefully, I, I, ideally this summer, if not in the fall, if not next year. Um, but I do think that you know, we've had stuff like this in our history as people, and we'll we'll get through it and be able to get out to. Um, the things we love again here in the future, so uh, we just got to take care of things now to make sure that people stay safe and healthy.
2: That actually made me think of um, so the band's canceling obviously because the liability and whatnot. So the band Code Orange, who just signed to Roadrunner Records, yep. and putting
1: an album out today, I believe. Yeah, yesterday, today, Friday. Today, Holy
2: yeah. yeah. So today, um, so their buddies with, with Slipknot—they're going on tour with Slipknot now. um on that um tour which probably won't even happen it's supposed supposed to hit massachusetts but um they were supposed to have a record release show i think tonight or this weekend they're not doing the show but they're gonna they're gonna perform and they're gonna record they're gonna live stream it
1: that's cool so that might be an alternate way to to make some yeah some money i don't
2: know if there's any money involved in it but they're it's pretty cool
1: yeah no especially if you're you know diehard so one of my favorite bands, say a band like Clutch, puts an album out today, and they're like, "Yeah, we were gonna tour the East Coast, and they were gonna come to my town, and I was gonna go because I would love to see Clutch again. I've seen him probably three times." Um, yep. But no, we can't. But hey, we'll we'll go to you know Weathermaker making badass video of a live show, and it's gonna be us. We'll we'll, we'll give it our all like we always do, and and make it you know spend eight bucks to watch it. I probably do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Although isn't I a moment when you said that uh, the band will give it their all, that's like the whole thought of NCAA yeah. playing yeah. to yeah. no fans. Like, is it the same? Will can you even give it no, your all? If there's no it's fans. It's not the same. It's a little, yeah. It could be different. You know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great point. It actually, do. totally. It totally will. I mean, it's a. It's, like, it's a psychological thing, right? You're. There's a psyche of being at a show. It's it, it's lifting. your dopamine. You know, if you're watching oh, yeah. it online. Absolutely. It's really no different than watching it on YouTube at that point, you know. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, we've never seen this happen. But I do know this This kind of thing has been discussed in the past. I think um, System of a Down talked about doing some shows online. I remember reading this back in the day about some kind of environmental impact to just mm. not tour but do shows, stream shows, and uh, lessen the impact of touring. but oh.
1: We I don't think know, it was well-received. Well there, is, there is nothing like being there. Like watching watching the show, and I, I, we, I we do it all the time, right? We pull up YouTube, watch lie, old live videos. Connie um, mm-hmm. Crows posted something yesterday on Twitter from their 09 tour where they kind of went out with a bunch of bands, Augustana, a few others, um, and they kind of all played with each other, and they did Goodnight Elizabeth. And it, that I saw them on that tour at Hampton Beach in New Hampshire, And there was fireworks happening outside. It was one of the most amazing concert experiences that I've ever had. And if Mm -hmm. I were to watch it on YouTube, I'd be like, that's cool. But it was way cooler being there. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Absolutely. That that piece is going to be – it's just not the same being Mm -hmm. around thousands of people who all are into what you're into. And, you know, they're there for a good time.
0: Exactly. No, you're exactly right. And it kind of goes back to uh, something like Rage Against the Machine. There's an energy – Seeing that band live, even on video, it's pretty extreme, and you're like, "Wow, there's that's that's something to see." Being there in person, uh, seen them three three times, I think. Yeah, yeah. Twan, you've seen them too, uh, right? I, I, I
1: saw, uh, yeah, once yeah. Uh,
0: about ten years ago. Yeah,
1: might have not, sadly.
0: All three times felt like a riot was about to go off, and I can imagine this tour was probably going to be, you know, that squared. So absolutely.
1: Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. with the, the current just the political current climate, climate and yeah. stuff like that, and, and just the way the world is today. It's uh, you know, we're not going to get too into politics here, but um, yeah, that would have been, as far as rage is concerned, that would have been a, a moment for sure. And run the jewels, by the way, pretty badass.
2: Yeah, run run the jewels is opening. Although online it said just postpone or delayed till May, but you yeah. know I don't know if that'll happen. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I I can't. I would love to go to Boston Calling and see them down there, but I just don't think it's in the cards, unless so something, unless something changes and I don't have to work.
2: Did that get Did that get postponed, Boston Calling?
1: Well, that's late May, so it oh, they probably. So they it. I wouldn't be shocked if it does down the road if things don't get better. But that's also mm-hmm. two months out, two plus months out. It's like May twenty third or twenty fourth, so we're talking. Hopefully, things have leveled off here in the next couple of weeks, and they can. You know, that's actually
0: that's actually now the official kickoff to the tour uh, currently. Boston Calling. Yep. Yeah. Oh,
2: so it might be a no. Well, I saw the whole tour. Um, I said the whole tour was on hold, so I don't know. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. I I, oh, wow. I I could see them making a call in two weeks, saying, "Yeah, we're pushing this either to the fall or it's not going to happen, and we'll see you next year, or we won't see you ever again," which would be very sad because I would love to. I would love to see them. But which
2: reminds me, did that? Uh... Did those 311 shows happen? I know 311 there was some I don't know controversy or whatnot about
1: mm.
2: if they were going to have their 311 day shows. Did they did they actually play?
0: Yeah, all three shows went on or all three shows are planned to go on as scheduled. The first one did go on at 311 on 311. Uh the second one goes tonight, I believe.
1: Yeah, I got uh, an email. Uh, you guys are familiar with nugs.net. Yes. So they do a lot of live live streams. Yeah, live you can buy time. shows um, after they happen or during, um, and there's video too. And they they posted they sent an email out today that I got at 6:40 p.m. Eastern time, saying upcoming webcast and 311 was on there. So
0: yeah, no, I was closely, uh, you know, checking out their Instagram feed, kind of doing some uh, investigating, and uh, no mention of the scenario. Concerning coronavirus, uh, and definitely no cancellation of the events at all. So, there's some little weird. suspicion, that, little weird. suspicion they might have been sent, doing some censoring on the comment section because any any page you go on at all, that there's someone saying something. Yeah. Um, that might have changed over time, but the first day was happy, glory, nothing, nothing wrong, nothing's going on. Bizarre, for you know, sure. Yeah, I don't
2: know what they draw in 2020, but it's in the those events in the thousands, obviously. Yeah, those are big
1: events for them. Yeah,
2: I mean today I know in, in Maine there's you can't do any event above what 250 people
1: 250 people that was the, the mandate from and that's a, a similar number in a lot of places not that that is a huge deal but you're not having a, a thousand or you know 25,000 people depending on where this event any event takes place happen it's just not it's just not smart
0: yeah so, yeah for them and be- that show I was going to go to earlier that soul silence show is a capacity of 600 people at that venue which is tiny 200 so 200 people in a small 200- venue. Yeah, 250 is uh, it's it's minuscule, you know. Yeah. I don't, um, but it's still I don't even know where you really set a cap when it just doesn't matter. It could be one person matter. and change yeah. the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: I think they set the caps just to be like, yeah, avoid big crowds. Try to stay to yourself. I think that's what they're trying to drum up with that for the most part. Um, you know,
0: they're trying to yeah, they're trying to mitigate panic. Yeah, but you know, yeah. 2020 we're pretty transparent these days.
1: All you got go to do is look on Twitter Don't go in a room
0: with yeah. two people because one of those two people might have it. You know, yeah, uh, That'd be the realist, realistic approach. Yeah. Well,
1: but, you might have yeah. it not know. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you might be giving it to that other person. Like,
2: If you don't spot if, the sucker well, at the hey, table, if, it's you. If two of us are
1: in the back, <laughs> who the fuck is driving? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Head PE if anybody doesn't know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, so those shows, uh, as far as I'm concerned... Uh, are still going on as scheduled, the first two dates, and then tonight being the, the conclusion of that three-day show, celebrating 311 as a band, 30th anniversary, and their uh, yeah. biannual 311 day that they do, that they launched in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, and I love 311,
1: so. especially, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, 311. I listened to them all the time back then, so. Yeah.
2: A buddy of mine from college texted me. He said, um, "Happy on three on three eleven day." He said, "Happy three eleven day." Um, if you listen to anything post two thousand three, let me know how it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I've tried. I tried <laughs> till <laughs> about I tried till about ten, maybe when we were living together. Uh, yeah. I tried till about ten or eleven. and Stereolithic I think. Like, yeah, or this is one of those guys. There's a couple good songs here and there, but the albums as a whole were were, you know, not as good as really from Chaos. It was probably the last time anything. Was front to back for me with them. So,
0: yeah, that was 2001, I believe. Yeah. What
1: came out after that? What am I forgetting? Was uh, Evolver? Evol- was that after that? Evolver. Evolver has some moments. Yeah. But that's that, where it starts to go downhill.
0: That was the
2: last. So, I think that was the last. Yeah. Decent. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's where it starts. I, I, there's and there are good songs on that one too. Don't get me wrong, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, creatures for a while. Pretty. That that one's pretty cool. With Shaq in the video. No, yeah, that, oh, that's uh, you wouldn't believe, right? they play basketball Shaq. Right. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's yeah, that's a good one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a tough, tough thing, you know what I mean? Like, bands break up, we get bummed out. Bands stay stagnant, we get bummed out, but they're still together, and it's all original lineup. So it's yeah. just like, it's hard to win, you know? It's and hard to, positive. Be, to stay relevant. Like,
1: yeah. You know, it's not like they're a bunch of D-bags. They're positive. That music's usually positive, so it's. Hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not anti that they're still together. I think wrong. it's original lineup, right? Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I've seen them probably four or five times and always had a good time at that because they used to mm-hmm. come through here all the time. So they, they try to make it through the Northeast.
2: Yeah so yes. so 311 still had the shows um might be in deep shit if uh there's an outbreak oh my God. At one of the shows Thanks. like it's just a wild oh, it's God. one of those like you said risk return like I know 311 like stands and they've yeah. seen them before they yeah. like you know the show can go on They're- they'll still have a cult following
1: they're a stoner yeah. rock band if that the- <laughs> fit the semi fit the mold of a, a you know a Grateful Dead type, where people will just travel to see them if they're into them like they are. Yeah, so,
2: there's always next year. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not going to not tour anymore. That's that's how they make their money. Back to the exactly. you know, bands right. making their money. Although, a good
2: point. that actually, yeah. yeah, exactly. Although nowadays with technology, I forget the website you guys might know it, but um, bands can do uh, stream like. Uh, acoustic concerts like in their bedroom or whatever like you you Never can I forget I forget the name of it um so that's a that's revenue intriguing. stream yeah. you have um what's the um a cameo
1: yeah yep you bands are on cameo
2: spend, spend you know, 50 bucks
1: i could i could spend mm-hmm. f- probably 50 bucks i'll look them up but i can nick spend f- 50 bucks right now and i have nick Hexam wish you a happy birthday <laughs> Nate. <laughs> you know so there's <laughs> other Wouldn't ways to something? make the
2: money but um Enis Canther so I don't with 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 three eleven. It, it probably wasn't about the money. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, it's hard. To, it's, it's a hard. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I think maybe as much as they may seem like a powerhouse as a touring band, uh, three eleven day as a celebration might be like kind of like their big payday. And I said fifty bucks, and I was incorrect. If it's financial,
1: 175 bucks for Nick Hexum, if you were wondering. Yeah, so it's not about really? the money. He can get his money. Elsewhere. Yeah, he you know he can just say smooth yet psychedelic happy birthday nate (laughs)
0: and i do know that touring does funnel into other parts of running a band like paying your your road crew paying you know 311 as their own studio so i mean without touring you know they can't keep these other things afloat so they literally almost have to tour even if they uh, did make some money you know that money obviously dissipates over time and yeah you know, cost of I living would, continues to go up, and therefore, so...
1: I would think that eleven's probably okay, but I would think even somebody just a tier below them would be would be in some trouble if they can't go, go out on tour this summer. So, that could be... Yeah, it's hard to time.
0: say. It's hard to say. 311 got uh, ripped off by their original record company True. in the 90s, yeah. Capricorn Records, so they, you know, weren't getting paid correctly. Kind of uh, one of those notorious lawsuits where bands were mismanaging their... Their money and not paying out the artist uh, the royalties they were supposed to, and they got caught by a, an audit from the band to the record label Capricorn and were released. And that's what From Chaos is supposed to represent as a album title. I did not know uh, that. Wow. Yeah, a little tidbit, nerd tidbit. Um, Love those. So that kind of thing, obviously, you know, they were on that label for 10 years. So now they're making up that for 10 years. True. Uh, so tour, yeah, touring is the only stable income they probably ever had, and merchandising. But like we were saying, merchandise costs money to print, cost of goods, oh, return on investment, return yeah. on investment for unsold or for sold product, unsold product just sits around. You're lucky if you can s- sell product. So
1: well, they're selling beer yeah. for forty bucks a can too. Yeah. So
2: well, it's funny, Nate. You <laughs> mentioned sure. the Nerdery tidbit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to test my memory. The self-titled album was came out on both volcano and capricorn am i, I getting I that right volcano. self-titled came out on both those yeah. and i'm remembering the disc was that like the flame the the,
0: the like the, the disc
2: the disc was like a flame ball or like a planet and on yep. on one of the releases the ink was darker than the other the others and like you need to be a real nerd to know that yeah <laughs> um, absolutely yeah, it's like...
0: <laughs> I did not know that. Well, it's I like Rage's uh,
2: Battle of L.A. It smells like baseball cards. Yeah. <laughs> the insert. <laughs> <Yeah>, it's true. <laughs> it's like, that's nerdery.
0: That is that nerdery, because I remember when I got that copy, I thought I had like a one-off, but when we both all talked about that collectively, <laughs> like, uh, we all had that same experience. It's like, wow. They'd, yeah.
1: I remember Volcano. I, I and
2: you'll you'll hear us, if, for anyone that's listening, you'll hear us throw nerdery around a lot. That is nerdery.
1: Yeah, that is the de- our definition. Yeah. It's like, oh, like... Yeah. Your your average and and you could talk to we have a friend of ours a mutual friend of ours that is was a gigantic three eleven fan not to get too deep into the weeds on this but he yep. I'm not sure would know that <laughs> so <laughs> throwing that you know it, it's it's some crazy that's nursery right there
0: absolutely good to underscore that because we yeah we will definitely go on tangents on little details but as long as we're explaining it you know I think it'll keep it interesting because yeah it's a, that's a deep dive I mean album product. Choices, material choices. They went to a different supplier for that rage against the machine album clearly. Yeah. It's like it's a like, recycled paper or something. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that was Morello wanted everything to go out on recycled paper. I, I could see that. Yeah, exactly. He's an activist.
2: So Rage cancelled. Everyone's actually yeah, so every live nation yeah. show yeah. which covers a lot pretty big footprint. <laughs> a lot. Um yep. I know up here in the northeast, all the venues are sending out Yep emails or facebook or insta twitter yep stuff about hey everything's canceled so mm-hmm. and then you gotta remember once shit is uh doesn't hit the fan and it's back to normal it's gonna be a rat race to get on calendars
0: yep exactly yeah exactly be so
2: as a fan i'm kind of looking forward to that there's gonna be yeah. shows i would think up the ass coming up well,
1: and it'd be, maybe we get more in our little corner of the world than that we would typically get because they're trying to you know, kind of get back into your living room, get back into your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. They want you listening still, and like, don't forget about us. Like, we didn't go away. So there'll be some of that well, for sure.
0: It's you got to remember though. You got to remember that rescheduling these tours, even if they're a powerhouse band that's gonna sell out regardless, if the sh- if the tour stops or the venues have been booked prior to a- oh yeah another act yep they can't they can't yeah. get edged out no that's just because yeah that's what these, these are contracts that have been solidified in ink you can't so as a promoter you can't retract that because because rage is going to you know take the place of um you know katie perry or something it just doesn't it's just not how it or, works so therefore wish. there's going to be Hot dates t- that are probably going to get pushed into 2021 yep there's going to be tours that probably will just completely dissipate as we were maybe talking that hopefully this doesn't happen rage against the machine could Maybe just completely pull the tour all together, similar to uh, 2000 for the Rhyme and Reason Tour when uh, Mike D from Beastie Boys had a bicycle accident in New York City and tour was postponed, postponed, dates were never even announced, and then uh, Zach de la Roca left Rage and the band broke yeah. up and the tour yeah. was never never to be. So therefore, you know, you just never know. But yeah, I do know that. that. The, oh my God! Yeah. So as as much as I want to think that we'll get this big uh, lump sum of amazing bands all at once i don't know because there's already tours booked on for those months for other bands that are like no we got this slot now so back in line
1: well and and yeah i just looking at instagram today there were a couple of of venues in our area that were promoting stuff from september so obviously things are are booking up for those all of those places big small doesn't matter for Mm -hmm. for the fall and the winter um because the summer had already been set
0: yeah, so, exactly, exactly. And
1: Even into, you know, the Christmas time, I'm sure there's stuff that's being booked up. And if you look at those big venues, those big venues are not just concert venues. A lot of times they're venues for basketball, NBA teams or NHL teams exactly. or whatever else might be going on in that in that town So or, or big city. Um, so just like, yeah, we'll come in on that Thursday night. No, you won't. There's a Bruins game or yep. whatever. So
2: or yeah. the seasonality. Take Gillette Stadium in Massachusetts. Yeah. You know, there's yep. no concert outdoor concerts in December, so right. the window mm-hmm. yep. for shows is limited. September, late September, and it might overlap with sports a little bit. Yeah. So, yep. it, it, but it reminded me yeah. when we were talking about um, there's a fest that I've always kind of wanted to go to for like hardcore mm-hmm. metal shows uh, hardcore metal bands in um, Virginia, United Blood Fest, and it's next month, and they haven't canceled it yet. They're holding out, and that tells me that a lot of people need that to happen for whatever yeah, reason. Right? Whether it's the promoter who maybe can't get his deposit down back on the venue if it gets canceled, you know, who yeah, knows? Yeah. And those bands,
1: I'm sure they a lot of them need need the that. tour. Right? They need
2: I mean, that, so it's wild.
1: The the following for something like that. Is massive, but it's it's one of those things that needs to happen continuously to for them to make their money. That's right. They're yeah. not selling a ton yeah. of records, especially not in today's day and age. You're Probably streaming some here and there, but they're not people aren't buying it. You know, you're not selling millions at the at the local record store. Okay. It's just not happening yeah. for anybody. No,
0: it's a good example, a good example of uh, something that's booked and pulling the plug and the ramifications of doing that would be something uh, like Fire Festival. Yeah. Where the when that when that was pulled, all those bands advances were already paid out. So that was a loss because it was obviously a big scam that's been exposed mm-hmm. in a few documentaries. But it, it's not only the ticket sales, like those bands have already been booked, the logistics were already figured out, there was stuff getting shipped there. So when you think about that for something like this, like kinda of going back to uh, you know, booking a show at like, you know, the TD garden in Boston or something they have to get permits to to direct traffic around that venue for things that are sold out. So there's permits that go into place for logistics alone, uh, scheduling, you know, the trains to, to pick up and move people for, for that. So, I mean, it really throws everything up in the air. So even with an insurance policy or not, these band, a lot of these, especially if you're a huge headliner, you've already been paid. So it's not a big deal or it's right. less of a big deal. Um, but man, I can only imagine this is just probably utter chaos and like but the Haim you know sound guy i'm not going to name drop him or whatever but uh you know he was he was he looked freaked out he was like if this happens like i like everything's just going to get so fucked up yeah. like you know yeah. well, like insurance companies yeah. only pay so much you know how insurance companies work is they you know pay as little as possible or yeah. none at all <laughs> so
2: well that's the thing it's like i don't know if he's yeah. it sounds like he's just probably just a live engineer if he if he's not a yep. studio engineer then he's what out of he work doing?
1: yeah right that's, he's... that's tough i mean maybe he could yeah. we we have an opening for a, a producer at the patio slave podcast If <laughs> <laughs> have him uh give him your card nate
0: yeah the touring world is 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 big money you Yeah. know yep. that touring Yep. so know. the
2: other ramification yep. is does this expedite bands getting back in the studio to put more uh, yeah to put yeah. more uh new music out
1: yeah because typically they're gonna go they're gonna put the album or like run up for an album actually that's a good it's a little point. less than it used to be we used to get a single what six to eight weeks out and then you get another one maybe right as the album's dropping but now we just get music but mm. you get a little bit of run up for the bigger artists and then they tour on that album for a year, year and a half sometimes, sometimes two, depending yeah. on, and you know, and then they're in the studio maybe for another year, and then you get something new two, three years out. Typically, yep. that's your typical cycle, right? Like, maybe, what, we get nothing better to do, do we go to the studio, especially if they own it? Yeah. Like, why yeah. not? So we could exactly. see more. We could see more stuff.
2: Streaming numbers will definitely be up. They'll have to be. Definitely be up. There's nothing be- else to do. People are home. Yeah. You um, got music,
1: you got TV. Whatever's been, you can stream. As long as the internet and the TVs are still on. Which
2: the artists... I mean, you you can look up the numbers. If you look up um, payout per stream by each platform, there's data on it. It's out there. It's money. It's not big money for the artists, but it's money. Um,
0: And
1: then those middle range to low range, they need it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fraction of a penny for a Spotify stream, something like that. Yeah, I think the
2: title was one of the better... And I, I actually, believe it or not, I think, I want to say Napster still exists in some Does capacity. It really? They were on the, the, I saw a graph, and they were still, um, I think it was Napster. They were still um, on the list, and there was like one of the better payouts. But I don't know hmm. how the economics of that, because I don't know. Yeah, right.
1: Who's Who even is buying or, or, or hmm. has that as an app? I, mean, I remember it's having it when it first title, happened.
2: Title's pretty generous for the
0: artist, but that was... Yep. That's the title's the, whole... the most
1: expensive one, too, right? It's like 15 bucks a month.
0: The Napster thing must be some kind of clause on the lawsuit where it's like, okay, you guys can operate, but you have to pay these high
1: yeah.
0: royalty fees as almost like a back pay type yeah, scenario. Yeah, that,
1: ma- that would make sense.
2: Yeah. All right, I just did some quick Googling. Um, Rhapsody is now Napster. Okay. So yep. it was Rhapsody, yeah. Yep. But I guess the payout f- from an artist's perspective, it's
0: the way to go, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Wow. So, Crazy to think because that Napster was 99 into 2000, right? 99. Um, yeah. And now that's the only way to listen to music now other than like uh, satellite radio.
1: Well, I mean, I, you, you guys I'm sure remember downloading a song overnight and waking up and having a, one song and being like, yes. Yeah. It just, yeah. And then it, or, and it didn't work. And then it didn't work. And then you're like. Oh, man, I just like I was plugged into the dial-up internet. <laughs> it took 8 hours to download that 3 minute song and mm-hmm. it's and it gave my computer herpes. <laughs> I'm like, what do we do now? Well, do it the, again.
2: The other thing uh about that was like it was kind of like fishing cuz you'd throw your rod out thinking you were going to get you know a, a a bass or something and then you'd get a a mackerel back. Yep. So I remember <laughs> trying yep. to download a Slipknot song, spit it out and getting some local band uh you know <laughs> not local here but yeah. some small band that had masked the yep. metadata that, or yeah. you know whatever before metadata was metadata but they had called it slipknot spit it out or wait and bleed as yeah. a and you see actually you see that now with streaming you hmm. there are people that have that make a living that release songs that have the same song title as a big artist yep. so like you know, some Joe wow. Schmo band names a song, Enter Sandman. Yeah. They'll yeah. get streams on accident.
1: people will have fat thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, that's not Metallica. Wow.
2: Yeah. If Interesting. There's yeah. a guy that made, there was an article a few years ago, a guy made like 40 grand doing that.
1: Hmm. No it's Just being a, One year or a just con like, artist. Yeah, I think in a year. That's amazing. He, can, can we do that?
2: <laughs> I don't know if he used the exact same yeah. title or if like he used the first three words of like.
1: Wow. Even you know. though, like, because people, I mean, if you're looking for Enter Sandman, you're going to type in Enter S and then you're going to get Yeah, so, whatever. like, do you s- <laughs> thinking you're going to get Enter Sandman by Metallica, not on Napster, Meta- though.
0: Metallica's a, a big one to take that r- that risk with. But- right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Bad example. Lars, Lars speaking of knock Napster, on your door.
0: <laughs> speaking of Napster, I was on that list that got blocked. It was pretty detrimental at the time yeah, as a would 15-year-old that <laughs> to get b- blocked from Napster from hearing all these presses, press releases on how you know, Lars from Metallica was going to essentially block all these users from using Napster for downloading Metallica material, yep. which I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was on that list. But I didn't think I was going to get chosen. I just felt like, oh, you know what? This probably happened to a lot of people. But it was like literally like, no, anyone that has any Metallica at all is on this list. And I couldn't use Napster. So that's when I had to pivot to Scour Exchange and Fair and Share and yeah, all this just, crazy stuff.
1: And none of that. That was the Wild Wild West. None of that stuff was safe none
0: of it oh i know oh my god
1: not that I stuff's can't... safe today but we at least have a better understanding of what doesn't look right back then we had no clue
0: yeah and as a 15 year old that yeah oh my god oh, I don't you like...
1: care you're just like i'm buying I'm, I'm downloading this song and i want it to show up so i can listen to it i don't care if this makes the computer unusable because <laughs> yeah. you're 15 yeah years. If there
0: was a, if there was a way to trace like uh <laughs> You know, credit card fraud or anything back to its roots, it'd probably be a lot of us kids just like downloading like songs and yeah. stuff. Like, oh, I just want this. Oh shit, I just gave away my parents' like credit card information yeah. by mistake. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no idea. It's not. I didn't even give it out. They just got into my computer. Just like, know
1: it, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, man.
1: We could do a whole. We could do a whole episode on Napster and all that stuff and Kaza and. Cool downloading Cost. stuff illegally torrents after that even in the mid 2000s yep. I was doing a lot of that With I would listen to Howard Stern the day after because somebody yep. would upload yep. the whole show if, when, he, when he switched over to uh, Sirius someone yep. would upload the whole show that night and I would listen to it the following day
2: don't what come after me there. Howard so with, I'm trying to think with Napster that was 99 could you play the MP3s through Napster I remember having Winamp, Winamp yep. but you couldn't play them
1: from no I don't think they had a player I think they just had the file like for someone as, uh, smart
2: enough, as, yep. was it Sean Parker or whatever? Yeah, yeah. For someone smart enough, why wouldn't he build the player into the yeah yeah into the <laughs> program? That's a great question. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it would yeah, keep people. You know, now it's all about attention. You want people to stay on your app. You know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, they, user, well, that's what Spotify. Uh, Spotify
1: just picking up all the, you know, having a, yeah. be the easy entrance to podcasting. Like there, you want that. You, they want you to stay in the app. They want you. Okay, you're done with music. You want to listen to podcast. You can stay right here and do it. You stay right here.
2: So. But um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Different times, different yeah. times for sure. Had they done that, uh, Napster might be Spotify for sure right now.
1: That's true. Know? Yeah. Yep.
0: So interesting. That's a good, re- really good point. I didn't think about because I haven't thought about Napster in a long time. But and I remember yeah. downloading WinApp to play the songs and being like, Yeah, you oh, had to extra step. Yeah.
2: WinAmbrilly whips a llama's ass. Yeah. Was that is was that <laughs> what?
1: Something i don't even know yeah
2: that was the was when you opened it it was like a sample five second audio clip and it said winamp really whips the llama's ass or something
1: gee i didn't even know that i had it nerd. though i definitely that's
0: a, ner- a nerd tidbit that's, i did not ner- know that's
1: nerdery right there guys that's that's what we're that's <laughs> what we're talking about that's what you came here for hopefully if you build it they will come right nate yeah <laughs> uh, maybe they might come
2: there it is winamp it really whips the llama's ass <laughs>
1: Wow, oh, boy, nice. Yeah. So. But should you, should, can you are you, oh, you're download? Oh, perfect. Yes, this could be the. Winner, winner. It really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> wow. wow.
2: <laughs> Copyright wow. infringement. <laughs> Don't hold us to it.
1: That could, can we use that as our outro music? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that that segment alone, or that little clip alone, shows you how. Like, uh, rogue, that stuff really was, you know. That's not a professional, like, sound bit for any company, so that's just like (laughs) someone that just whipped that up for a company that's for pirating music exclusively, (laughs) you know. Uh, So, people can listen Uh. to that
1: one song they (laughs) downloaded last night,
2: and it was, it was an overnight, and and you don't, you didn't even know if it would finish. You'd be like, Oh, it it paused out
1: because your internet connection may have kicked out. Someone might have yeah. tried to call, and that was the end of it. Like,
2: because we definitely—I'm trying to think of the times. We definitely had dial-up at that point. I had dial-up at that
1: point. Fifty-six 50, K, f- and you. 99, 98,
2: 99. I think it was an overnight. Definitely for an album, it might have been an overnight for one song.
1: It was—it was hours mm-hmm. for a song if it wasn't overnight. Yeah.
0: So I remember downloading multiple songs at the same time and watching them slowly. Oh my god! Yeah. row it, you know, just like, try to multitask a little bit, but yeah, like, and it, it got better. Try. Definitely got better over time.
1: Well, I mean, but now it's all on our phone and it's whenever we want it. However we mm-hmm. want it, unless you're in a dead zone, but I mean, for mm-hmm. that it's so few and far between you can find ways to get pretty much anything you want in your pocket. So, it's it's a different world. Yeah. Crazy.
2: So we hit we hit coronavirus. Yep. Segwayed into a little bit of uh streaming yep. and technology. Anything else you guys want to hit?
1: No, I th- I think I think that's pretty good for for 1.
0: So, no there's nothing is there anything else on that list? Even see.
1: No.
2: No, I think we hit mo- most of the things coronavirus related and downstream impacts in terms of you know economics of it, who it impacts because it's mm-hmm. mo- the casual uh you know billboard 200 fan or whatever billboard 100 fan does not think about the impact, the no. trickle down impact of no, you know, the, the screen printer and the graphic designer and whatnot. So it's huge. It's
0: hmm. yeah. Um, yeah,
2: it's massive.
1: And that's going to happen to sporting events. That's going to happen to a bunch of different stuff like that. So, oh my uh, gosh! Unfortunately, for you know people, everybody that's going to end up being affected by it. Yeah, South um, by Southwest. Yeah. like yep. actually,
2: yeah. South by Southwest. I saw an article that, and I'll have to look it up, but it 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 quoted um, a dollar amount impact. To the Greater Austin area, and it was mind-boggling.
1: I'm sure it was millions. Had to be millions of dollars. Um, I know that. Uh, I mean, it's multi millions. Uh, with 2019,
2: South by Southwest brought over 300 million to yeah. the city. Wow. wow! So you know, that's everyone from your local coffee shop to hotels, oh, yeah. hotels, um,
1: restaurants, bars, breweries, whatever. We'll talk about breweries at some point, I'm sure because we've got some some crossover with, uh, with in, within the brewery and spirit world as far as music goes. So,
0: Absolutely. No, it brings up a really good point. I mean, the amount of money that I was shelling out for that Pearl Jam tour, you know, Airbnbs were booked, mm-hmm. which I canceled all of them, obviously. Uh, month, spending money that I had saved up for food, merchandise, the whole nine. Um, gas, gas, you know, yeah. I was going to get new tires to the car. Like, it's just like, all that money I'm just not going to spend now. That's like thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um,
1: and that's just you following them around and you wouldn't have been the only one following them around.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, band people, Pearl, yeah, Pearl Jam, 311, these bands, yeah. you know, there's people f- flying from literally all over the world. That's kind of what makes it exciting is yeah. you're hanging out with people. I've met so many cool people. That's a really cool attribute to the nerdery is part of what's cool about following music is the diversity of people that you meet. You know, we're mm-hmm. all diverse in our own right, but Meeting people like going to a show and meeting people from South America, they're super cool people. They're always super stoked to be here to see a show. I would be super stoked to go to Rio and see a show, go yeah. rock to rock a Rio or something like that. But mm-hmm. for them, coming to America, seeing a show is like the coolest thing. And they're always super nice. People from Australia, New Zealand, like just meeting all these really cool people. It's like that's what this is all about. So, like, without live shows, yeah, that like we were kind of talking about earlier. That takes away all that. You, being in a room, in a screen, watching comments. Yeah, I'm from, you know, Bangkok, or yeah, I'm from uh, Argentina. Or, that's cool. But actually being with them in person, sharing a beer, uh, sharing a beer, cheersing a beer. You know, that's a diff- whole different story. You, know? you can
1: share a beer with them if you want to. I just use two different cups.
0: Yeah, it's not It's not a Corona.
1: Right. Yeah, no Coronas. So do those? <laughs> um, corona?
2: That per- the Pearl Jam and Foo Fighter shows. Do they have openers? Because typically it's you know small label mates or there's some connection there and for a lot of bands totally. it's a time and a place like it's a one-time thing like you know what i mean like the next tour you ain't coming out with us you know yep. so that's yeah, for, a ma-
0: for a major tour totally yeah that's um, a
2: huge blow for those for pearl,
0: for pearl lives. jam it, for pearl jam it was the former guitarist josh from the red hot chili peppers that got uh, replaced for the original guitarist john for Literally out of thin air mm. uh, from what I'm reading I'm and seeing that. that
1: We're going to save that. That's a big one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah we, yeah. we all
1: have thoughts on that, I'm sure.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, but he was booked for that tour as a coma. Probably for him it looked like it was like a life preserver. Like, oh, shit, dude, you don't have a job now. Here's an opening slot. I, you know, yeah. like- <laughs> good
1: on Pearl Jam for doing that for him. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't dislike what he did with the Chili Peppers, but, I mean, when you can bring for Shanti packets. Yeah. You just yeah, feel it's bad. My- There's got to be a way to keep him, too, and not make him go away. But, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Nerdery, right? Nerdery. Yep. I think, uh, I think that pretty much sums it up for tonight.
2: Yeah, we can wrap up for, for episode one. Uh, we're thinking probably weekly. Yeah. Weekly we with to uh, weekly. varying topics. This was kind of a freestyle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's topical and whatnot.
1: Yeah, we've got ideas for, for some of the stuff that we, we grew up with and some of the stuff that kinda brought us together as as friends and, and fans of different bands um experiences that we've had either together or apart. Um with shows and you know, um venues and bands, all that stuff. So we, we uh we got plenty we want to talk about. We just figured tonight would be a good one to talk about what's going on today.
2: Yeah, super topical. And uh, mm. you can follow us on uh Twitter. Podio, just Podio slave. You can follow us on Instagram uh, at Podio slave.
1: P O D I O S L A V E, just like it yep. sounds.
2: just like it sounds. And we have anything. which is a,
0: spell which it which is out. A, which is a tribute to mm-hmm. Audio Slave to an extent, yeah, right? Yep, absolutely. Which is a mashup of guys from Rage Against the Machine and and Soundgarden, which are pretty instrumental in the music industry world. So
1: and uh, that big, kind of mashup, big rap rock. Us.
0: Yeah, it works for us. It's just, yeah. cool name. I think the tone you came up with that name,
1: yeah? Yeah, we were just kinda going we were just spitballing, we've been spitballing for a little while and we yeah, had a bunch of good yeah. ones, but I was just like, How about this? And we were like, Yeah, let's do it. That, that yeah, that's good.
2: it. Yeah. That was the, the so kind of the be, last straw that uh We're yeah. gonna be
1: those guys that people go to look up Audio Slave and they're gonna find Podio Slave <laughs> and they're gonna pay they're gonna like oh, this is a podcast. Like, what the hell? I thought we were gonna listen to Show Me How to Live or something.
2: <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're slaves to the pod now. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, Cochise. This isn't Cochise. What the fuck? T-
0: Tippit, Tippit on audio slave. I didn't like that band at all when they came out, and I don't even know how I didn't like them. To be honest, looking back, I'm like, know, wow. Because that, that first
1: record's fucking amazing. <laughs> amazing. I it's I so need to
0: revisit it. I it's so good. Because oh, it so probably good. came out in what O
2: two. Yeah, we, we were oh, in high school. 2000? It was the end of high school. Yeah, and oh, uh, it was like obviously the instrumentals loved. And vocals were great, like everything was great in isolation. I I didn't like the combination because it was Mm -hmm. I mean look what it was coming off my favorite band probably of all time still Rage, Um, Mm -hmm. and And it just didn't stack up. But I would give it another listen now. You guys think I'd like it?
0: I was in the same I was in the same headspace. I was in the same headspace. I was like this isn't Zach. Like what? Like what is this garbage? What I did is I, as much of a grunge fan as I am, I was all Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam and liked Nirvana and liked. Soundgarden a little bit, but it never really gave them the time of day. Well, Nirvana I gave definitely a time of day for whatever reason. Soundgarden I just ignored, and then when Audio Slave came out, I was like, this been stupid.
1: Yeah, and that's...
0: then to to kind of give it a chance, I I checked out all of Soundgarden's uh, material, and uh, became one of my all-time favorite bands. And then I revisited Audio Slave. I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. But it, that's what it took for me. I couldn't just like jump on it. You know. I, uh... I had almost like I had to do the homework.
1: I had a little similar, you know, just. This kind of it sucks that the Rage guys are not with Zach and there's no more Rage and I loved Rage Mm -hmm. growing up and um, but then like Coaches is pretty good and then you just you throw that record on you listen to like Gasoline and uh, Getaway Car and there's just so many good songs on it. it's like all right okay cool and set it off I do love the first one more than the other two the other two have Mm -hmm. have their moments but the first one is a front to back there's nothing bad on it first one and Cornell was so good and Morello was at the peak of his power still so. Yep. It, it just it yeah. worked. It ended up working. I might so throw you, that on later tonight. If you tonight. haven't listened to them, go out and listen to them. And that is the, the, the reason, you know, kind of the the genesis of the name Patio Slave is that we were throwing them a little love, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Uh, I know we are going to save this for another episode, but, man. It's uh, so good. We can still talk cool, about Cornell. Cool band, yeah. Chris Cornell. We get get to like see them. A... And
1: we saw them both. You saw them both, right? I saw. We saw our, Audio Slave together in, like, 06, and then yep. uh, Soundgarden in, like, 13, 12, 13. Oh, wow, that that yeah. recent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I saw them
0: a bunch. Saw him solo, acoustic. Yeah, Incredible. I never got to see
1: him solo. I wish I had. He was in Philly when I was in Philly a couple of years back, and I didn't know. It was right, maybe the tour that he killed himself on. And I, I, wish, oh, well. I, I wish I had gone. But Jesus. you never know, man. That's show regret. We'll talk about that at some point, too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. show
2: regret, definitely ongoing segment for us because we'll have plenty of that there's
1: just so many that you're like I, I had this i had tickets or this this came up and couldn't go and coronavirus
2: yeah. came and yeah. just uh yep. no one went
1: no one went to anything yeah so yeah there's less fomo
2: it. though when the show's canceled
1: yeah you know? When everybody can't oh go, for when sure go. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like, uh, like no right now all right cool i don't feel yeah. better,
0: fomo but. or financials strain. Like eating tickets is no, there's not I don't think there's anything worse. I've done I think it it's the worst times in the last ah. two
1: years and stuff has just happened and I'm like so mad.
2: Well the but. thing is with me there are some shows where I don't know if I can go. Whether it's work related or yeah. whatever. Or life. Yeah. I look at yeah. the tickets if they're reasonable and this isn't every mm-hmm. show. If, but if the show's like 20, 25 bucks and there's a chance I'll go sometimes I will buy the ticket because I'm like hey this is my my option, uh, I'm in if I want to go. Yeah. Like for shows yep. that I know will sell out. Yep. Which you know a lot of like local northeast shows, they're small venues. We're hungry for shows. Yep. It's my optional <laughs> ticket in, in if I want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. But.
1: Well, I mean, I had Third Eye Blind tickets last fall, and then something came up and couldn't go, and was able to get rid of them because it was a sold out show and in a, a smallish venue, and I'm mm-hmm. super bummed. I would rather have gone to the show, but. Yeah, when you're selling them,
0: it's not a big deal. Like, I bought tickets for Bon Iver for me and my wife and um, had to go to a trade same. show literally last minute and uh, go up to Santa Rosa, which is Northern California. And, like, out, out of nowhere. Like, we weren't going to go. We decided we weren't going to go as a company. It was just not going to happen. So I bought these tickets, Bon Iver, on the floor at the Forum in L.A., a pretty legendary arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tickets randomly, this is this never, almost never happens, were non-refundable. And um, I couldn't even list the tickets.
1: Yeah, that's. So weird. they were
0: kind of. So they were like specific to your name, which is to avoid scalp scalping to an yeah. extent. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I had to eat the tickets. So it was already a bummer I couldn't go, and then yep. all of a sudden now I can't even like make. I can't even sell them. So right. I was like, Oh my god, this is like this is rough. I almost didn't go to the trade show. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> when, nerdy,
2: when Nerdery calls, sometimes you get an answer.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I prioritize. You know. Prioritize a lot of my scheduling on an annual basis around a lot, a oh, lot of I've, this stuff for sure. I've seen <laughs>
1: screenshots. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be more we, we, once everything's back running.
2: We've hit uh, hit on a lot of topics that we'll do deep dives on. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely, totally.
2: Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> show okay. FOMO. Yeah, show
1: FOMO. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ticketmaster. Speaking of the Live Nation uh, scenario earlier, canceling tours. Uh, they're officially the same company, Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Yeah. They somehow won that monopoly lawsuit. Yeah. I think they just like did a small payout or something. Uh, There's a duopoly with, with that, and obviously the Tickets.com and any of these like small companies, they're just shell companies for Ticketmaster. So yeah. So it's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, the,
1: the consumer continues to just take it, just take it. It's,
0: yeah. It's uh yeah, The fine, the fines are like a slap. It's like taking steroids in sports. You know what I mean? Like.
1: Oh, we'll give you a voucher yeah. to a show in North Carolina. Oh, you live in New York? <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, you can yeah. go if you want. It's in May. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. It's usually so, yeah.
0: select select shows and they are lawn seats, and those yeah. select shows are not shows I have any interest in.
1: Well, no, it's so. not shows that anybody has interest in. That's why they're giving you free tickets for them. But yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll get into that one. So you paid, yeah. one
2: last thought on that. So you paid 100 bucks for the ticket. Yeah. 30 of it was for service fees. Yeah. Oh, you can't go. Yeah. Here's a platform you can resell it so we can yeah. whack you again. Yeah, we're
1: going to whack you and the person buying them. Yeah. <laughs> what a 12 joke. 12.95 in fees for the person selling and $38 for the person buying. The ticket yeah. was $32, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
0: think I sent you guys the, the screenshot of when I went to the Leonard Skinner's ZZ Top show in yeah. uh, Irvine. Yeah. The show is the show is Twenty bucks. Yeah. the Service fees were thirty-five. It's insane. <laughs> so that yeah. should never happen. Should never happen. Yeah. But, so yeah, even on an advance, getting paid to the band like, it's as a band as a tour manager, I would be like livid because it's like, okay, so we didn't ask enough money apparently. Yeah. yeah right. You, right. Right. So,
1: right. People are um, people are spending fifty-five dollars, and more than half is going to Ticketmaster. <laughs> like
0: come yeah. On. And they're already taking their cut. They're already doing a markup. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. any, any any business, there's always at least Keystone pricing yeah, on yeah. whatever advance there's being paid out. So that ticket price that we're seeing at that $30 for that show, you know, the yeah. band, like you said, the band's probably getting $5 of that. So what they're actually asking for in advance is pretty... It's minuscule. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, fans are just always getting fucked. It's
2: always, insane.
1: yeah. <laughs> but that we'll, we'll we'll spend a solid hour and a half on. Oh that yeah, sure. I, we'll we'll save that one. <laughs> We've got plenty of things to talk about there. Ticketmaster may not like us after that, but they probably don't like us now. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. All
2: right, maybe that's a good place to break. Yeah. Good place to break.
1: I have to read. I have to read a, a saying from Nate in regards to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is wise words.
2: So if you happen to listen this long, thank, yeah. you for, uh, yes, thank you for for tuning in. This is just tip of the iceberg.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, he says, if we build it, they might come. And if not, fuck it. This is nerdery. So, yeah. If you did listen, thank you for coming. Uh, if you didn't, then here comes a... a you, what you should do is throw on a, a West Borland riff right now. Because that's what... We would put bet, on, yeah. If we if had that the quote was followed with it. a Westport <laughs> yep. riff
0: in tribute to an amazing guitarist, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and we all still like Limp. I mean, let's be honest, yeah.
0: hey, we're from that era, so unfortunately or fortunately, yeah. uh, haters are gonna hate, but you know, hey, if you were born in that era, like that's part of almost everyone's fabric that's, yeah, you know, born in 1984 to <laughs> 1997, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> hard to miss, hard
1: to miss, yeah, perfect. All right, man. We'll we'll talk to you soon, Nate. Thanks for tuning in. Cool.
0: Cheers.